What's Ooh. up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of All Things Super. I am one of your hosts, Spider, and I am joined by Mr. VIP Frankie Washington. How are you doing today, sir? I am the epitome of awesome. Like the epitome of every, awesome. In every sequence, in every scenario, in every fabrication of it, that's me. I'm awesome. Thank you. Thank you for asking. <laughs> but how are you? How are you, sir? I am. I'm doing fine. I am doing fine. Fine. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Fine. The hell? What do you mean you're doing fine? I'm doing fine because I have not been asleep yet. <laughs> oh, so you're you're kind of in this gray area. I'm in a gray area of being awake and asleep right now. So I'm interesting. In this, in this subliminal space. So that's subliminal. Mm. Liminal space. I'm in the liminal space. I can't even get my words right. Because I'm, that's I'm a word so, I wouldn't even I'm, use. <laughs> I'm not so even in my vocabulary. In so you're introducing area. it to me. Well, <laughs> we know what happens in gray areas. Yes, Fungus grows. <laughs> okay, maybe we don't know what happens in gray areas. <laughs> it's a gray area. Who knows? It, it could be either it way. It could be anything. It could be anything. But before we start talking about all things gray, uh, if you don't know what this is, what you stumbled into, <laughs> welcome. Yeah, welcome. Uh, if it's your first time, we are all things super. Uh, each and every week, we take a piece of super powered, action powered movie, TV show, trailer. We watch it, we react to it, we break it down, we review it, and we answer the question Is it super? We got to find it out. Is it? Is, is it? it? We're going to find out. Uh, but if you like that, you can go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Click on the bell to be notified whenever we have a new video come out. And if you want to get the audio version, you can find us on all major podcast streaming services. And if you want to join in the conversation, you can tweet at us at ATSuperPod. All those things. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. I got caught up in throwing up gang signs. Um, <laughs> say that. <laughs> well, don't say that. No, these are not gang signs. These no. are signs that represent a gang. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we are, all things super are uh, not affiliated with any gangs. Gang of awesomeness. <laughs> so we're talking. Oh, go ahead. I know. It's one of those gray areas. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those gray areas where we figure out who's going to say what. Uh, but this week, we are reviewing the uh, one of the newest Netflix films, because it's been out for a couple of weeks now. Uh, but the one of the newest Netflix, Netflix films from the Russo brothers, famed for directing Captain America Civil War, Infinity War, or Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, uh, and a bunch of other things as well yeah community but, and yeah, were, community. like oh my goodness these guys have been doing it since they started doing it it's just right. everything that they touch has been pretty awesome but now they have a film on netflix called the gray man starring ryan gosling and chris evans as your your protagonist and antagonist respectively uh um, man yeah well one of them was well, well, <laughs> but we're going to get into it. It's going to be spoiler filled. This gonna... whole episode is going to be a grayish type of 
I no, I, I don't think so. I think this is going to be a, a definitive, like on one side or the other, when it comes to this movie. I, okay. I don't think we have to worry about any gray area. Uh, Stay tuned. Yeah, but it, it's going to be full spoilers. So if you haven't watched it yet and you're on a fence, uh, you can take Get out of here. <laughs> I was going to say you can listen to us and determine if you wanted to watch it or not. But oh, if Mr. VIP and Frank Washington said, "Get out of here." He said he don't want you. Yeah, yeah. Go watch yeah, the movie oh, wait, first. Hey, wait a minute, that's not what I said at all. All I mean, viewers are welcome. What else do you mean when you say get out of here? Well, I'm saying if you're going to want to watch the movie without having it spoiled, you want to go watch the movie without watching having it spoiled. <laughs> but if you want to stick around to see what foolery we talk about, then you're more than welcome. It may make you want to watch the movie. It may make you skip the movie. It's 100% up to you. But if you right like now they're to. existing in the gray area on if they want to watch the movie or not. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna say because <laughs> I know me and I know how I get into stuff, and sometimes I just whoops, sorry. So I'm just gonna go everybody dies. And there it is, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, it just slipped out. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, you we, got, you got the spoiler the, alert. So no, you got the spoiler warning. So let's get into it. Let's talk about the gray man. Mr. VIP Franklin Washington. What did you think about the gray man? These Russo guys are at it again. Listen, they got two of the biggest names in Hollywood to come together to make a interesting conversational talk about he's um it sounds like you're holding your words back yeah it's a gray area for me so <laughs> because there's no reason that this movie should not work there's none you got two incredible uh directors uh, which again the catalog is you, you can argue amongst many other great artistries that have been created. But to me, the gray man kind of falls flat and gray and dead. <laughs> and there's no reason for it. You got Chris Evans in there. Dude's America's ass is acting his ass off. He's, he's, <laughs> I got shot in the ass. <laughs> that's America's ass. <laughs> And he's killing a role. I mean, you've probably never seen him play as such a, a bad guy before, which I'm pretty sure was a decision that he made that, you know, I could go bad. I could do bad. And I, it's, he was dressed to the nine. Mm -hmm. He did bad guy shit. And then you had Ryan on the other side doing good guy shit. You know, the story right. works. He was in jail for a noble reason. He got out of jail with an opportunity, and, you know, he's expendable. Just like, you know, those guys would be in that situation. You know too much. Now you're a threat, and I have to take you out. The storyline was good. It's obviously operatives being used. One escape, got out. And then he realized, you know, there's some other shit going on, and he pretty much was on a run, and they use Ryan to go take him out. Now, Ryan is pretty exceptional at what he does, and it's understandable that you hire the best to take care of one of the best. Mm -hmm. But the story just didn't... I don't know. I, 
it it wasn't enough for me to care about i don't know maybe it's a situation i mean we've seen this whole thing before right like yeah. man on fire absolutely denzel um, denzel's so funny we were just talking about that yeah i was and, i was kind of relating it to sort of a born identity kind of mixed with john wick type feel i got the accountant ben affleck yeah, yeah. because I hope this day never comes that we get to a point that, you know, we, we're tired of seeing these storylines, but I think the the artist has to understand that your general audience in our age demographic have seen these storylines. So it may resonate a little differently with us than someone who's of a younger demographic that have never seen these type of things before. Mm-hmm. Even when we were watching, and I'm sorry about the cross universes, when we were watching Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, when we seen Black Bolt's mouth get closed, we instantly went back to the Matrix. Right. Because that's what we saw at first. Mm-hmm. But when he spoke and blew his brains out the side of his helmet, that was something we weren't expecting. We nope. didn't see that before. Not at all. So it kind of got, got us like, whoa, there's something old, but something new is on here too. So I'm thinking right. that with these tropes that we're seeing, we we kind of got that too, but not really got that too. It's a gray area for me. Spider, what you talking about? <laughs> I, watching this movie, I struggled throughout the movie. And, and it's funny that you see, we've been talking about being in the gray area. I, gray really, area. I really was, because I was like, I can't decide whether I like this or not. And it was like there was there were times where I'm watching I'm like okay I enjoy this it's not bad mm-hmm. and then there were other times when I'm watching I'm just like I I I don't know if this is what am good. I watching right <laughs> <laughs> and it really confused me because I can't feel like I've ever I don't think I've ever felt like that watching a movie before and like you said the it did make you feel things this is good (laughs) but like you said the the story should have worked all of the elements were there for the story to work but for whatever reason it just didn't jump off the page in the way that i think that the russos intended it to um because it's filled with action there are some comedic beats in there uh like you said chris evans is acting his ass off uh i i always find him to be pretty exceptional when he's playing like an asshole um because he did it in, he did it in knives <laughs> out yeah he did it in knives out uh he was one of the evil exes in scott pilgrim versus the world so he's played sort of a bad guy role before but of course in scott pilgrim it was like more over the top and comic booky and all that kind of stuff but seeing him i mean i understand that the the mustache the mustache was a choice that's probably like the most egregious part of his whole character the mustache but you know it is what it is but like yeah he's he's acting his ass off he's i felt that's, like that's not a t-shirt the mustache was a choice, was a choice. <laughs> but no i feel like the the villains the bad guys in this movie they were like so Oh, they were like such bad guys. It was like so cliche. Like everything they did was like so stereotypical bad guys. Because I remember when they were like getting into the climax of the movie, uh, in in the third act when they were going into the uh to the hedge maze, 
when they mm-hmm. got out of the water and Lloyd got Claire and he started dragging her into the hedge maze. I'm like, oh, it's the time for the misdirection play. He's going to drag her in and he's going to start monologuing. And what did they get, do when they get to the to the center fountain? He started monologuing. And I'm like, okay, you know, we're getting into this whole formulaic thing and the whole thing about uh, Carmichael. I was like, as soon as he showed up on the screen and he started directing Six and what to do, I was like, that's your bad guy right there. He's, he's corrupt. I was like, I knew it from the moment I saw him. I was like, he he's like, he's the one. He's the one that's like pulling the strings. He's the one who's ultimately going to be coming after six. And lo and behold, he was the one that uh, they had dirt on. So he's trying to save what? face. You, are, you, are you trying to say that big reveal wasn't? No. There was there was no <laughs> that was nothing in this movie that was, that was unexpected. A, that was a twist. That was a big reveal. What do you? I I think the mean? most the most unexpected thing that I uh that kind of caught me by surprise was um was really Chris Evans actually like limping after he got shot in the ass <laughs> because it's like normally people get shot because like the gray man he got stabbed multiple times. Like when they were mm-hmm. in the fountain fighting, Lloyd mm-hmm. had the knife. He stabbed him. He sliced him. He like, sh- like mm-hmm. get some knife. <laughs> and so it was like a day after he was in the hospital. Well, no, it was like a couple weeks later. Um, but apparently he healed from all of that enough to where he could just go right back and to get Claire and just do the same thing he was doing before, just running through the house, clearing all the rooms, killing everybody. And it's like, so I'm used to seeing that, like people get hurt and then all of a sudden it's like, they're fine. But seeing right. him get shot in the ass and then the next scene, he's living. <laughs> it's just a lot. She's like, why are you walking like that? Because I got shot in the ass, Suzanne. <laughs> when probably he, my, uh, probably my favorite line he, of the whole movie. When, when he was in the fountain and he was like, oh it, yeah, because he got his finger shot off and then he got burned on the back from the flare and like he like he hit his low when he um he went to punch uh six and he got him in the forehead and he hit him he was like ah and it's like you missed your fingers and yeah and when he yeah. fell in the water he was like that stinks that was like yeah. a real like, reaction that's like something still that somebody getting used to it yeah that's right. like crazy yeah. Chris Evans did his thing in this movie so why does this movie not work I think it's why doesn't it work I feel like. Is it Ryan? Do you want to say it's Ryan? No, I don't want to say it's Ryan because I know this is the type of show that we will say it's Ryan if it's Ryan. If it was Ryan, we would say it was Ryan. I feel like. I feel like he's still. It wasn't like the Oscar worthy performance or anything like that, but I feel like he wanted more performance. Yeah. He didn't like the silent, soft spoken, deadly type. Guess not, because I'm, I'm just thinking about it. It's like, yeah, I kind of wanted more, but I did not, at the same time, I don't know what more I wanted from him. Because I don't... That's he, he was he was, he was emotionless, but not distant, if that makes sense. Because you could tell, like, obviously he cared about Claire, and we didn't find out why until, you know, after, because when he... And I'll, I'll get into like the different action scenes, but after he jumped out of the plane and he called Fitzroy because obviously Fitzroy was the one that told the extraction team to kill him. 
So he calls, and when Fitzroy is on the phone and tells him that they have Claire, you can see, like, he's like, fuck. He's like, okay, well, I kind of understand why you did it now. And right. so it's like, then we, you know, we get the flashbacks or whatever, two years earlier where he's, like, actually taking care of Claire, and the guy comes in to try to, I guess, kidnap her or kill her or something like that. I don't know. Um, but just that little time that they had together, you can see where he started to, you know, develop uh you know uh kind of camaraderie with her yeah Yeah. and so i guess like him but it's like he he said you know you guys taught me to kill people not take care of kids but it's like you still like you you're not a person like the born identity where they were like kind of raised up in the system it was like you were still a person first before they trained you they didn't teach you i mean they probably taught him to be you know withhold his emotions but they didn't necessarily teach him to be emotionless i would imagine um i don't know i don't know i mean i guess the whole kind of like a gray area (laughs) this whole all my feelings about this movie is is operating in the gray it's just yeah i don't know i don't know how to feel about it it's like it it, could have been better but i can't me, in my opinion, <laughs> personally speaking, I can't say for sure what would have made it better, and that that's that bothers me because I feel like we always have like was it okay, well, the writing. No, I don't really have a problem with Claire. I feel like she was in it just enough. She didn't really do much, and then at the end, where you could see that she was kind of tired of like all of the stuff going on. She lost her uncle. She lost her parents. You know, and. She's trying to get Ryan out of there and Ryan is like, no, you go. I can handle this. And so she's like, okay, well, I, I want to try to do something because I need to get him with me. And so she takes the flare gun. She shoots Lloyd in the back. Perfect shot, by the way. Um, oh, yeah, but, shooting. <laughs> but I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like she wasn't in it like, like an egregious amount. And then for the time that she was in it, she was kind of like there and it wasn't to, a point to where like the hero had to put himself in danger to try to protect her because she was like in the way. Um, I'm so sitting I here now. I didn't really have myself, a Claire. I'm thinking to myself with extraction, with Thor: Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. with all these tropes that was pretty much the same thing. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Mandalorian. Is it just we're tired of seeing this storyline? The older guy all protecting a younger protecting kid? A child. This this is what I'm saying. I, I I mean Is it just because we just saw it? I I, I think it's it's the same, but it's different. Uh, especially yeah, when it comes of course to it's different, but yeah, it's overall the same. It's it's a trope that we've recently just seen. Yeah, but and... I feel like in, in, in Thor: Love and Thunder, the love didn't come into play until like the very end of the movie. Um, I mean, they were like all on a mission to go retrieve children, so I mean, I guess that kind of comes into play as well. 
Um, but yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi, Mandalorian, Obi Wan Kenobi, yeah, Extraction, uh, Chris Hemsworth, uh, yeah. on Netflix. Uh, we just, I, I, and I'm not saying that's it. I'm not saying that that's exactly what it is. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that, that we recently seen these storylines. Give it. It's a great area. <laughs> it's a great area for me. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I this movie. I can't pinpoint it. I, it it should have worked. By all counts, it should have worked. Should've. There's nothing in it. You got amazing talent, amazing mm-hmm. uh, directors. You have not not an amazing storyline. It's not to say that they can't use that storyline. Obviously, they could do whatever they want. They may feel right. incre- extremely proud of. Uh, you know, this project. And that they should I mean, here's the question. Spider. Yes. Is it super? That's, Can, I, that's, that's, I, that's the question. Yeah. Would you watch it? Could you watch it again? Would you watch it again? Would Is I it rewatchable? Watch it again? It's not horrible. It's not it's bad. Not, it's really not a bad movie. It's just it's so it's just really okay. I think it's just a really okay movie. I think that's the best way that I can describe it. It's just a really okay movie. Sorry. It, it's, Sorry. Bad. It's, it's like we say it's not bad. It is not just okay. You know, it's like it's a really okay movie. It's like teetering on the edge of good, but it's not there yet. It's just a really okay movie. What more do you want? You even said it. Just that's that's not fair. You're saying you want so, it to okay. be more, but you're so, not saying what more you want. So one of the things the uh, guy jumped me, out of a plane. The guy the did jump out of a plane. <laughs> I feel like you needed more Tom Holland. <laughs> that's the, that's yes, literal, yes, I know. Tom Holland was not the movie. Yes, I know that. It's like no, you need more caramel. The literal, like the literal, like connection that I made when he jumped out of the plane when they're having that fight in the sky. I went immediately to Uncharted. I was like, Uncharted did this better, and I know it's different. It, it's a bigger budget, you know, a major motion picture film versus. No, I'm not even talking about the universe. I'm just saying that Uncharted was a bigger, probably a bigger budget than what they had for a Netflix film. Um, and that particular fight that scene, <laughs> what that they had a bigger budget? I'm pretty sure they had a bigger budget. Uh, Let's see what the budgets uh, were. Let's see what the budgets were. If I can find out what the budget was for Greyman, I think this is two hundred million. And I think uh-huh. Uncharted was less, yep. honestly. Well, if that's the right? case, two hundred million. Gray Man was two hundred million. Okay. And Uncharted was one hundred and twenty million. Hmm. So, uh, what were you saying? <laughs> so that definitely says that I don't know what they did with their money because that CGI fight scene while they were falling through the sky was absolutely awful. Oh my goodness. It's like, I, <laughs> I can understand because I, I felt like, okay, so just, just think it the way I felt like one of the things that they did that they kind of could have pulled back on was just that everything 
seem like it was over sensationalized right like you can have a you can have a fight scene in the plane it's like okay i'm fine with that but it's like when you the like the the him to, with the parachutes like every parachute he grabbed got used and they got taken out of the, the plane it's like the the plane started ripping apart but it only started ripping apart where the parachutes were and it's like that whole thing then he get the parachute on and a plane flips and then the car goes on top of him then the other guy takes the parachute so he has to jump after him and just that yeah that fight scene while they're falling through the sky like yes i know that you can still kind of pull that off practically by having them like on a blue screen kind of like rigged up and they're just going like rotating but they cgi'd the whole thing and it looked bad it looked so bad and i just don't understand why you know because i can understand cg fights when it's superheroes and i understand that but most of the time like you have iron man you have spider-man there in a suit um but it kind of brought me back to that uh black panther versus killmonger fight at the end of the first the black panther yeah, yeah that and was, they love it. it was just like that. They, they that cut the man CGI money. CGI fight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just that full, fully CGI fight. It just it doesn't look good because CGI characters, even though they're motion captured by actual people, they just don't look. They I don't know for whatever reason they just don't feel like they move like regular people. And while they were especially a mid air fight, you because you're spinning around and you're rotating on you know all three degrees. And I don't know. It's just, it, it looked like very bendy, uh, just the way that they were rotating. And I, that was probably one of the, the worst things, the worst parts of the film for me was just that CGI fight. And it's just like the, uh, the gunfight in the square. And it's like, I know it's, you got to suspend your disbelief. And like, this is a, a world where espionage and all of this stuff is like out in the open, but the number of mercenaries, the guns for hire that were in the square, just shooting at cops, shooting at cars. And I'm like, this just seems... Didn't it give you heat moments? It was like, <laughs> De Niro! No, it just no seemed over. It just seemed over the top. It was like way over the top. Like all of a sudden, dude comes out with an RPG and it's just like... It means business. Yeah. <laughs> and then they shot everywhere except where they were supposed to shoot. And so and it's like, I understand sometimes you have to take leaps in logic. Uh, the final climac climactic scene going finding Lloyd in his what I thought was his house, but apparently I don't know if it was like just a place that he was staged where he was just doing his whole operation or whatever. You know, Airbnb doesn't allow those type of things. You can't wow. set up corporate espionage in, when they're... <laughs> is when they're is, is that in the terms and conditions? I think it's in the rules. I don't think Airbnb allows that type of artillery to be brought into the house. Well, I mean, it's, it's for the best, good. to be honest. Hey, man, that's a good... <laughs> That's what to whatever deals you make with your host. <laughs> but the thing about it is like even before that, because um the uh, I don't wanna call him the the wrong ethnicity, but I think the guy was Indian. The one the like the lone wolf uh guy that actually got the drive off of six when they were in the hospital. It's like all the other like after they got out of the square, all the other uh 
all the other teams were wiped out and you know lloyd was like you know what all available teams report nobody was reporting then the lone wolf got on them uh on the comms he was like i had suspect in a in my sights and i'm trailing him so he was following them and so yeah i can understand they got to the hospital you know they went in there acting like they were patients they stole the, the nurse's badge to get into the room whatever so they could um I don't even remember what they went into the damn hospital. To, oh, because they, I guess, wanted to patch each other up or whatever. Um, but they got into the hospital. They're in a particular hospital room. How the hell did the lone wolf know what room they were in? Because when they were in the hospital, he hadn't even gotten out of the car yet. He pulled up to the hospital way after them while they were already in the room. And then, boom, he just shows up in the same room that they're in. Like, how did you find them? Like, I don't get that. And then That's the magic of movies, man. <laughs> and I understand the that magic it's, of movies. it's like when you have I don't know, and I, I guess it's easier movie logic. It's easier to it's easier to accept movie logic, I guess, when the rest of the movie is like firing on all cylinders and it doesn't take you out of it. But like a good another part that took me out of it when they were going to the mansion, the big estate house or whatever that Lloyd was in, and Miranda was just like running through the courtyard firing grenades into the windows she knew exactly what window to shoot into to take out like the whole operations room that they were in it's like did you get schematics on the house like how did you know where everybody was located you Go ahead she, and say it. she wasn't Go ahead just and firing say it, into she wasn't just firing into random windows she had a pointed area of attack like she knew exactly where she was going and i just don't know how they would have got that intel and that was just one of the things that i'm worried about because this is a movie about intel this is a movie about the cia this is a movie about spies you can't operate unless you have intelligence before you go in because they made a big point of it when uh carmichael had miranda in the office and she dropped the folder in front of her and he was like look in the folder she opened it up he's like that's everything that we have on six so we need you to tell us where he is so again no intel you cannot move unless you have the intel they couldn't move on they saw that um he was he mailed off the drive but they all it's, and of course, even on that shitty surveillance camera, it was like, oh, well, I don't know. They say that the clerk said that he, uh, it was a P.O. box to proc. So they got it from the clerk, actually. I was about to say, if they got that address off that shitty surveillance camera, like, no, that technology is not there. But yeah, they said the clerk, the clerk said it was a P.O. box to proc. Zoom in and focus. Zoom in and Zoom in One of the old tropes that he used to do. <laughs> oh, it was here the whole time. Right. The zoom in and enhance. It's no. a foot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you cannot create data in a static image that is not there. Um, but yeah, again, Intel. It was like, okay, well, who is in Prague? It's like he wouldn't just send it to a PO box in Prague unless there was somebody that was in Prague. And again, Lloyd went after Fitzroy, started pulling out the nails. Um But Ew. again, you can't they can't move unless they have Ew. the Intel. And it just it struck it struck me as odd that they knew exactly where to go in order because that was a huge building. It was a huge house. It was a mansion. But she knew exactly where to fire a grenade to blow up all the computers and stuff. Girls get it done. <laughs> that's that's what we're chalking that up to. Girls get it done. And uh and she got it. <laughs>
yeah she she got it done and then the the extension cord fight where they're choking each other out with the surge protectors there's no reason that this movie should not work <laughs> there's no reason that it shouldn't work but it it's oh, it's it's an i said it i said it i said it it's in a gray area for me it's there's and maybe it works for others. Maybe, maybe it's, 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 it's quite possible. I'm, I'm sure that there are people listen, who like, we we have literally been like middle this whole entire time. It's, it's <laughs> but I'm sure the there are opinions people on the of side. Spider and Mr. VIP Frankie Washington are our opinions alone. Mm -hmm. These do not affect the large masses because, uh, maybe they should though. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, Listen, people, are, people are free to have their own opinion. You can feel however you, you want to feel about the gray, the gray, damn <laughs> the right gray the area, team. the gray man, the gray man. <laughs> it's a gray area. It's a gray it's, area. It's a, it, maybe that was the achievement. That's what the goal was to leave you in a blase <laughs> kind of gray ish. Walking out of the theater, I mean, Netflix, sorry, walking out of the Netflix simulations. <laughs> yeah, saying saying to myself, "Well, I'm, I'm glad that turned out all right." <laughs> but did it turn I'm glad out that right? worked out. Because even at the end, nobody got in trouble for the shit. Because all three of the agents, Carmichael, Suzanne, and Miranda, they all like, "All right, you know what? We all still want to make sure that we have careers, so yeah. we're going to keep this shit the wraps, right? Yeah. Just blame him, pin it all on Lloyd." Uh, and shout out to um, I think that was Joe Russo for his cameo. He was the the old guy that was like the head of how you know it was an Anthony. I don't know. I I, I don't that. remember. I don't remember the difference See between that. the two. Could be Anthony. <laughs> Calling the Joe. Could be Anthony. But yeah, I like actually when he jumps in that he's he's not a stranger to putting putting himself in the movies as he should. I would. Mm -hmm. Why not? be immortalized forever and yeah that Hitchcock was joe, did it and was it joe yeah that was joe well then i take back everything that I said. <laughs> clearly i don't know but yeah it, it's in the gray area for me <laughs> i don't know i don't know this is not this is not normal. <laughs> no, it's really not. Normally, we have very strong feelings one way or another about a movie. It's just, like I said, it was if, just. If, it was if just that really was their okay. goal, <laughs> if that was their goal, they are masters at their craft. Look, I feel like that's a talent in and of itself to get people to just feel kind of eh about a movie, like to not <laughs> love it, but also not hate it at the same time. It was like, we want y'all to go into this movie and we just want Perfect. you to have a very middling feeling about everything that's going on right now. Perfection. <laughs> if that's what the goal was, they achieved the mission because you walk in and it's like just nothing about the name is exciting i mean he was six in the movie the organization wasn't gray i mean yeah. we kind of understood they operate in the shadows and the gray areas like we need to go and assassinate these people but we really didn't get that we got alluded to that he really went to go take out somebody else that was in the program so right all because of the guy that was also in the program was doing some shady stuff. But again, it kind—you know what it felt like? It's kind of like um, the first Suicide Squad. 
not the one that James Gunnery did. Mm-hmm. When they used Viola Davis, she had the Suicide Squad rescue her. By the way, the animated version is way better than the movie version. Same premise, yeah. but it's just executed well. Um, and you kind of felt disappointed, not at the animated version, at the real one. Even though you knew the story, but they, right. they'd stayed true to the story. You just kind of felt like, well, I'm, I'm glad that worked out. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, and it, it kind of gave me that type of vibe. It's like, yeah. okay, uh, uh, okay, <laughs> it's okay. That that all that is all that to end up here, right? <laughs> I don't know this movie. I I don't know. I'm I, sorry. I, this movie just is is perplexes <laughs> me. It's, I know we talked about we were going to watch it, and I was like, okay, so here we go. And yeah. Now, there it was. And I it literally, came and it went. I had, <laughs> I had to watch the, the first, like, 30 minutes of it twice because I had to force myself to pay attention to it because it just, it didn't, like, catch my attention, like, off the bat. And... I don't what know. did you need to see? No, it's not that I no. needed to see it. It's just like I wanted to make sure that I was giving the movie the proper attention to actually like watch it and like understand what's going on. Because in the first 30 minutes, it's like that whole scene with him going after four and they do a lot of explanation into exactly what four was doing. He was trying to, you know, blackmail Carmichael because he found that he was dirty or whatever. And so I, I just I wasn't paying attention to it. So I would look up. And I see him fighting, I'm like, okay, well, he's fighting. And I go back to, like, doing something else. And then I look up again, Ford's dead. And he gave him, like, a necklace or a chain or whatever. And the woman comes up. And he's like, well, did he tell you anything? Did he give you anything? And that's when they were on the phone. And he was like, um, just basically, like, why should I trust you or whatever? And... It's like every time somebody called him asking him questions, he never gave them an answer on what he was, what they were asking. And so like Carmichael called him. He was like, uh, you know, did you find anything on the body? And I'm, I, at first I thought he was going to be like, well, you know, I didn't search him. He was trying to kill me. So I killed him and I left, you know, you got your proof. And then he was basically like, you know, this is your last chance because if you have something that I should have, you should turn it over to me. And he was just like, understood and he hung up the phone just like okay (laughs) and it's like Carmichael as a villain was just so underwhelming it was just are you blaming are you blaming he's a heartthrob to America what what, what is going on right now he is he he was well uh, received in Bridgerton um, and you know, people love him. That doesn't mean that he's going to be great in every role that he plays. And I mean, it's just there was nothing for him to do. He was just basically was a, a man in the background because he hired Lloyd and then Lloyd took over from there. Like he didn't do anything. There was nothing for him to do. Him, <laughs> the first time we see him, he, him and Susanna like sitting in this like little office or whatever. And then mm-hmm. so when he gets off the phone with Six and he like determines that six had the drive and like he just threw his drink at the, at the fucking window i was like oh yeah angry issues and i was like yeah. why he, like he's so mad and i'm like who's like, gonna clean that up 
Exactly. That's just he's not nice. clean it out. And then when uh when Suzanne found him in the bathroom and she told him that uh that six was gone and they lost him again, he like punched the fucking uh like the the dryer or the the towel dispenser or whatever. I'm like, all right, like he he like he really has anger issues. So like so right. I didn't know Clearly. like that was gonna come into play, like if six was gonna end and, up making his uh, way back to Carmichael. Spoiler alert, it, it didn't. doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> it come into play at all. I'm thinking like he was gonna like that was they were gonna end up getting into a fight like his anger was gonna you know get the better of him and he was gonna like end up getting killed or something but yeah did nothing sat on his ass the whole movie and <laughs> after after, after after he hired lloyd it was just literally nothing for him to do he didn't call the shots he didn't talk to suzanne ever again the only other time is he talked to miranda because she came back and she was like you know um uh, basically just like call him out on his shit he's like you know if yeah. anything if anything goes wrong if anything happens to me you know what i'm gonna do and he's like please excuse remove yourself from my personal space and it was like yeah. you you were supposed to be like is this like kind of like controlling everything but you weren't you Man, just called you Lloyd and just... <laughs> <laughs> shut up oh i'm sorry I but it was like <laughs> one of the things that I don't know. And again, movie logic. Uh, it's like, I understand that they're these CIA operatives and uh, they were very skilled uh, in hand-to-hand combat and weapons uh, and different type of weapons. Yeah, yeah. All this other kind yeah. of stuff. But everybody yeah. was just so exceptionally good at everything. It well, you like, know, that's how it is at that level. You're not dealing with Joe the plumber. Yes. But it's with- like, agents it just seemed like they was just they was just seemed like they were too good and like and can i was i was thinking about like john wick the baba yaga the boogeyman he was the best of the best but he was the still, one that you called to kill the boogeyman they still thought of him as the boogeyman too Oh yeah, good. You kill what you keep. You keep what you kill. So <laughs> right. You kill that title. He, ca- oh, yeah. he, he killed the boogeyman. Kept the title. So he's the new boogeyman. Um, but you think about John Wick and like the the fights and the battles that he goes through. Like he takes damage. He gets beat up. He gets like overpowered, outmaneuvered. But it's oh, like yeah, for, and, for and the uh, three, he should have died several times. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But it's like for the majority of the movie, for the great man, it's just like. Ryan Gosling just can't be touched. It's like he's just so much better than everybody else. And then, yeah, I agree that he's probably better than most fighters. Uh, but the situation that he got himself into, it was just like he was heads and head and shoulders, leagues above everybody else. Never got outpowered, never got overpowered, never got outnumbered. He was literally in the square behind a bench and Lloyd said the same thing. How how long does it take to shoot a man that's handcuffed to a bench? You got people with machine guns, Gatling guns, rocket launchers, all this other kind of stuff. He's literally handcuffed to the bench. It's like the fact that nobody could shoot him. It's like... You know you shot a grenade or a rocket launcher he at least be hurt. You know, maybe not necessarily killed, but somewhat dismembered or even uh, you know what fuck you movie (laughs) (laughs) it was just it was just so just some of the stuff it was just so over the top it was just like 
incredibly we, we, over the we, top. We like over the top. I'm not going to say that we don't good. like over the top. It's just something about this. It just made it just seem like it was too much. I... It was just... I, I kept getting... I kept getting, like, taken out of it. I, Because, I mean, that's why I said it was, like, it was the middle thing of, like, I'm enjoying it, and then something happened. It was like, you know what? It's taking me out of it again. And then I go back into, like, the movie goes on, like, okay, I'm kind of back in. Like, Alfred, Alfred Woodard, her, um, her character, I forget her character's name. Um, what was it? The one in Prague where they shipped the stuff to. I don't remember her name, but I know she 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 did what she needed to do. Uh, Cahill. I don't remember her character's name. Yeah, Who, Cahill. What was her character's name? Margaret Cahill. Should have let her use her real name. <laughs> <laughs> but like her, Who? like her whole scene, like even though we didn't know like much about her, like other than him uh getting an assignment from her to protect Claire because Fitzroy was like going on a mission. Like that's the only other time we saw her in the movie, but she came back and just like the short conversation that they had where, you know, obviously she has lung cancer now. She's got a terminal diagnosis. She's not gonna live too much longer. Yeah, how how deliberate was that? Cause they they set her up, they put two cartons right there on her desk. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't said, it was shown, which is we appreciate, but I don't know. You just, just, it wasn't her movie, and I understand. But when you have a talent like that, you write her in. Right. More. And it's like just the the little bit of time that she had on screen for that last little scene before she like sacrificed herself so six could get away. Why was everybody sacrificing themselves? (laughs) (laughs) Like everybody, you you go. They got Billy Bob Thornton. You go. You have to be the the one to save the world. Like, you know what? I'm not done. <laughs> Don't leave me. I'm going to live. Right. Let me leave this grenade here on a tripwire. <laughs> right. I'm not. I did. I, oh, you man. know what? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, just at that last scene she was in, she had just those couple of minutes and she, she ate that up. And she, she was the little time she had. It was like, that was another part that pulled me back in. Just like her annoyance was like, she's announcing, I'm in here. And they're still clearing out all the rooms. She's like, I'm in here. It's just like, just that I'm little bit. To... Sometimes you just can't hear. <laughs> this is no script. She's real. She's like, she's real. She's like, yo, motherfucker, <laughs> hurry up. I am in here. I am sitting in here. And surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> now, not ahead. not that in the time that it took for Six to go through the like the, the floor hatch for her to like sit down and like wait for them to come into the room. That entire like apartment or house or whatever she was in would have not filled up with enough gas that quick unless she like broke hey, man. three unless she like fault. broke three gas mains. That ain't her fault. <laughs> she uh <laughs> She got to work with what she's given. <laughs> I'm about to tear out my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Margaret Cahill. They should have let her use her real name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Theme killer. Man. Yeah. There's no reason why this movie shouldn't work. There's no reason why. I don't. Is it the tone? Is it the? <sighs> is, I want, this is the last question I'm going to ask about it. Is it the pacing? Is it the tone of the movie? 
I never it, felt like it, it kind of kept a good. Yeah, it kept, it kept a good pace. I never felt like because the movie was over two hours long, but I never felt like I had to stop and look at my clock or look at the time left on the movie. Like, oh damn, the fucking movie's still going. Like, you know how much more they have left to go. I never felt yeah, myself. They do have the some clock. movies that drag things out like that. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, and so then like, I still have movies that's like left. three hours long, and it's and like it don't feel like it. Right. Right. How do you capture that magic? That means your audience is. Locked engulfed in. into your story yeah and everyone has something compelling going on so you're invested to try to see what's going to be the resolve in case you don't know this movie don't have that <laughs> <laughs> it just does it just oh, does not man. like like spider was saying there's no point in time i felt like ryan gosling was in danger no none of, not a single time I was kind of waiting for people to sacrifice themselves. I'm in here. <laughs> and then at the end of it, it's, 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 I think for me, it's the same trope that we saw with nothing really exciting and new to the elements. Mm-hmm. And it, I almost say story. I'm, I always story go back to like... it. Yeah, because. <sighs> Not to say the story doesn't work in the sense of what it was. To mm-hmm. say the story don't work in the sense of how they, yeah, I guess, put uh, yeah. Because, again, like I said, we saw the accountant. You have your stoic, silent, or very minimum words uh, assassin, John mm-hmm. Wick. Uh, like I said, Ben Affleck's accountant. You can, you can go as far as and say, the Mandalorian, right? Guys that are really good at what they do. They train, they train, they train. And I understand, like you said, this is the upper world, but no one else is trained like Ryan is right. trained. So, so it, it's not really a difficult task for me to mow through your guys of henchmen. And I guess if they are henchmen, it makes sense. But again, if you're getting to this level of I'm an assassin too, right? Then the the fight scenes should be a little more, and which they did. Again, they did that. Chris Evans wasn't a pushover. They no, not at all. Took, they took half his hand. They burned him with a flare. They shot him in the ass. I mean, he's still fighting <laughs> with everything that he's got. Right. You knew it. You knew he wasn't going to win. You know. No. Of course not. I I will say one thing before we before we get into wrapping it up. I do appreciate uh the knife flip it wasn't the same knife flip as they did in uh the winter soldier um but chris evans did have a knife flip because he had the knife and then so um six was holding his hand and then he flipped the knife into the other hand so so he could stab him i do appreciate that kind of like little callback because chris had a knife flip pulled on him now he got to pull a knife flip on somebody else i do appreciate that little subtle call merging merging universes is what uh we do right (laughs) oh but to go back go back to your question mr vip frankie washington as is the gray man super i i can't say i cannot say with full confidence that it's super i can't say that it's super like you said it's not a bad movie it's not a bad movie by any stretch of imagination 
it's, it's, it's not super. You should you should you should not cancel your Netflix subscription. No, not over, not over the gray man. No. <laughs> Don't do that. Keep keep Netflix. Um but is this gray man super for me? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not fucking super at all. It's not in the neighborhood mm-hmm. of super. It's not not to say super as in superhero. I want everybody to understand this. If you're right. watching for the first time and you stuck a, stuck through this video for this amount of time, thank you. Um, super doesn't necessarily mean superhero content. We just want to know if it's a it's a super movie. And right. We talked about what defines super in a lot of other videos, and I'm not going to go into it now because I want you to watch the other videos. But <laughs> um. It wasn't super. It wasn't. It just it. it I wanted it to be. Yeah. It should have been. You I had mean, all the ingredients like to say, it, it had all the elements to for a great action-packed movie, and it just it just missed. It was lot. action, but just action we didn't care about. Yeah. Yeah. It was reaction. <laughs> I don't. It wasn't like you said that whole CGI situation. Yeah. And it's like I'm, I'm trying to remember. I don't think that they did that at any other point in the movie. That's where your mo- that's where your money went, right there. I guess so. That CGI scene. It could have easily been. I wonder if they could get a refund. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they can. I think the 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 uh the thirty day window on that is already expired. Isn't there a gray area they can you know legally? Not, <laughs> not with a free fall in CGI fighting. There's no gray area in that. Once it's paid for, it's it's done. Can't get that money back. It's yours now. Hey, no, it's, no, you know. no refunds. Tint tint your screen. Make it a little gray. I mean, they can get away with it. I don't know. This movie is just... I don't think that would have helped it at all. I am still a fan of everyone involved. Yeah. I just just don't think this is one that they hit out the park. Um, And sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. That's just how movies are. So I don't want anybody to be angry. These are just our opinions. Exactly. Uh, and we're you trying can... to push on you. <laughs> <laughs> we are not trying to force our opinions on anybody, but you can either agree or disagree with us. But let us know what you thought. Is about this a gang sign? No, that's not a gang sign. That's a universal thumbs up uh, to let you know. So it's now not, you a, start, thumbs yeah, it's you not start, a thumbs up. It's not a thumbs up. You start doing, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. It's just like a just just one of these. Just just one of these. This is a just gang like, sign. Not not up, not down. Just like right in the middle. Right in the middle. That might be a gang sign. I don't know. I, so, I, I, I see, yeah, I've I, seen the gorillas do this. God damn it. <laughs> but let gor- us know. Gorillas. Let us know streets. in the comments below what you thought about the gray man. Uh, and like I said, if you agree with us, if you really liked it, uh, you disagree with us, you think that it was a good movie, or if you disagree with us and you thought it was a really bad movie. Either way, like we said, we're in the middle. It's we're just like up. very just kind of middle of the road about this one not bad but not good so uh but let us know in the comments below what you thought about the uh what, what you thought about the, the media man, man. <laughs> <laughs>
Why do I feel like that's been a title of something before? I don't know. I have to look into it and see that. But don't forget, if you like the video, go ahead and click on the like button. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Click on the bell so you can be notified when we have a new video go out. Remember, if you want the audio version, you can find us on just about every podcast streaming service. Just search for All Things Super. And if you want to join in on the conversation, you can tweet at us at ATSuperPod. What? I know. <laughs> it's just. I know. Nothing. Nothing, more, nothing else more to say about this movie. I, I promise we won't be in a gray area next next time you see us. <laughs> well, oh, uh, we don't know. So well, that depends on depends on the next thing that we watch. Is how it is. But you have to come back next time so you can see. But until next Love time, y'all. <laughs> thank you for joining us. We'll see you in the next one.